Hey everybody, welcome to I'm Not Crying, You're Crying Reviews. And on this week's episode, we're reviewing Stranger Things Season 4. And with me on this review, I have the usual suspects, uh, Juan Ledesma. Hey. <laughs> the saddest Juan Ledesma ever. Uh, <laughs> the tinfoil hat guy, J. Co. Hi everybody. And <laughs> joining <laughs> us, joining us again uh, to, on this review is Aquila. Welcome back, Aquila. Hello. That is your signature. Hello. 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 And I am Sean, and this is our theme music. Wait, it's reviews. No, we're going to get copyright strike that way. I'll stop. I'll stop. And this is our theme music. But it's all over TikTok. Hey everybody, welcome back to I'm Not Crying, You're Crying Reviews. And like I said, we're reviewing Stranger Things Season 4, the first half of Season 4. As we record this, the the second half or the last two episodes of this season, they they come out tomorrow. Today is what, the the 30th of July? I know, the 30th of June. So tomorrow, uh, and we're recording this late, so like in four hours. Are you guys going to stay up and watch the second half? Juan, I'm assuming you didn't watch it, so... I absolutely watched some. You sound like a lying <laughs> sack of shit. But <laughs> I watched some. I did. By definition, I did. What is what does that mean? That I saw one and a half, maybe two episodes. That's good. <laughs> I mean, That's we're fair. making we're making slow progress, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I watched up until. Uh, until uh, Eleven takes the uh, the skate to. All right, uh, we haven't even. Oh, okay, all right, all right, we haven't even gotten that far. All right, thanks, Juan. So you watched some reviews. Wow, two episodes. Yeah, he watched <laughs> he watched two episodes or some recap on YouTube. Great. Uh, no, no, two episodes for sure, and I had to stop it. But uh, but yeah. So the the next the second half of the season uh comes out in like you know four hours, and uh, we wanted to review this half of the season. And then make some wild predictions, and maybe well, maybe some some logical ones, and then uh, and see where we end up. So, um, with that said, we'll go ahead and get started on this review. Now, Juan, you said you watched some. Are we all caught up on on the the season? Yeah. No, I didn't watch the last episode, but I really oh. don't care. Oh, <laughs> you're giving me shit, and she. Juan, oh, Juan, oh, Juan, oh, Juan, how the tables have turned, motherfucker! How the turntables have turned. Ah. <laughs> Uh, wiki wiki DJ. Well, one, <laughs> even if even if you are talking shit, she still has watched more of this show than you have. Uh, here, here's the thing. Um, um, uh, you're right. You. All right, great. I'm glad we got that out of our system already. So yeah, um, uh, this this is not directed by James Gunn. This actually has a mix of directors over the course of the the season. Uh, but the this the show Stranger Things is created by the Duffer Brothers. I have no idea what else they've done. If I'm being 100 honest, you guys have any clue? Uh, they did something, I think, oh God, I, I want to say it's on Hulu, um, before Stranger Things, but I don't know. I didn't, I didn't watch it. Yeah. I, I have no clue what else they've done, but you know, they had, they are, they have the most acclaim for doing Stranger Things, which, um, you know, is basically, uh, capturing, uh, the 80s style, you know, like kid, kid movies that have come out over the course of the, the, over the course of that, that, that decade. 
Um, this season, though, this season on Rotten Tomatoes uh, has an 89% uh, rating by the audience, uh, by the, the critics, and a 90% rating by the audience. The overall series has um, has a 91% rating on both uh, critic and audience. So um, that I guess I say that it's pretty it's pretty well loved amongst uh, amongst many many fans. Um, unless of course you are uh, unless you are Aquila, of course, who was not interested in the last episode. Is that what's happening? <laughs> uh, pretty much this last season. But I mean, we'll dig into that as yeah. we go on. I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, as as usual, uh, this show this show has Renona Ryder uh, re- re- reprising her role as Joyce Joyce Byers. I'm going to butcher these names because that's what I do best in these. Uh, David Harbour as Jim Hopper. Millie Bobby Brown as Eleven or Jane Hopper, who I don't know about you guys. I feel like she looked a lot like Winona Ryder. And I don't know if that was on purpose or if that's because that's just what she looks like as a human person. Um, Finn, I think that's just how he looks. Yeah, yeah. I think that's just how she looks. Well, she looks a lot. She reminds me a lot of Winona Ryder. Anyway, uh, it also stars uh, Finn Wolfhard as Mike Wheeler. Uh, Gaden Matarazzo. Matarazzo? Did I did I do it? Did I get it? Galen Matarazzo? Oh, I, I'm not even not even close. Thanks, man. <laughs> as <laughs> uh, as Dustin Henderson and Caleb McLaughlin as Lucas Sinclair, uh, Noah Sh- Snap Snaps. I'm gonna I'm gonna. That's my thing now. Will Byers as Will Byers, who I think is still sporting his haircut from season one. Um, it has Sadie Sink yeah, as the, the bowl cut. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> This uh yeah so I mean essentially all the characters that you know from the first, last three seasons have returned uh to to do their thing and and this uh, with the exception of uh the Red Ranger Billy uh spoiler alert that motherfucker died it was really sad Ooh. though yeah 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 you know um but anyway yeah we'll, we'll we'll get to that part so uh so yeah they all they all come back in this season with the exception of a few folks so uh, did you guys uh Juan did you watch seasons one two and three of Stranger Things. This is season four. Then yes, I've watched one, two, and three. Do you remember what happened in those last seasons? Uh, yeah, people died. Eleven went ape shit. Hopper uh, died allegedly, but he's alive and in a Russian um, prison. And uh, uh, Eleven got funny ears this season. What? I I don't think you're watching the same show. Um, yeah, uh, with the uh, the uh, the era haircut, she she's got some uh, emphasis on her ears, and they they look uh, demonic. Uh, what? Goofy. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, man. I appreciate I, your your feedback and your input. It's great insight. Yeah. And I and I'm confused about Will that I have to ask questions because I don't know who he likes. I think what, Will's what? confused about Will too. I think, okay, well. because I'm like an episode and a half or two two in, and I thought at the very beginning he has a thing for Eleven, but now I'm thinking he has a thing for uh uh you, uh, you know trash Juan. mouth uh, the, uh Richie you Mike. Know, what? You know Mike. There you no, go. I think. I think Will's in love with Mike for sure. Really? Yeah, well, because because he did make something for him, right? And yeah, he made after, a painting. He made something after for the group. He, he made something for the group. A, but um, was it a painting of uh, of of him on a bearskin rug, naked, or or what? Like I, I wanted to see it because <laughs> Eleven's like, hey, look at this, and then oh, what is that? Oh, nothing, nothing. Dude, they're like sophomores in high school, dude. Yeah. Why can't oh, you just oh, be oh, like, oh, oh, like you didn't do weird shit in high school? Come on. Come on, don't play innocent motherfucker. Why, why, why can't he be just a late bloomer and he just yeah. doesn't like anybody right now? 
Yeah, why, why does he... I mean, to be fair, though, that girl was giving, like, hardcore fuck-me eyes in that classroom. He was just like, excuse oh, me. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, the one playing footsie <laughs> with him, right? Yeah, uh, but anyway, before we get <laughs> where, even further off track... he pulls his foot away going, like, ew, is you have cooties. Uh, well, but, I mean, give, give the kid a break. He just... He came from... He, he, oh, he, he came died. right in his pants. He, look, he died, and he was in... He was in some weird, like, upside-down world, and he was possessed by some demon. Uh, you think... You think that isn't PTSD for a kid and you want him to be a, just a normal kid to like, oh, I like girls or I like boys. You know, like he's been yeah. through some trauma. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. That's true. But before we get too far off track, uh, spoiler alert, because, you know, Juan has been out for two weeks. So fuck you on, on everything else. But yes, if you haven't seen it, stop the podcast right now. Or, I mean, rewind the podcast, stop listening, and then come back because we've already spoiled a bunch of stuff. But, um, but yes, uh, we pick up in season four, uh, I want to say three, no, five months after the, the season. I have the notes right in front of me. They, it's eight months after season three. So, at the, remember at the end of season three, that was their glorious 80s mall-like season where, uh, you know, they have all these crazy things happening in this local mall, which I don't think Hawkins had before. Um, they fight the mind flare in its uh, in its true form and not just this big shadowy fucking thing in the upside down. Um, and I I am blanking on her name at the moment, but the little redhead girl she share her brother Billy the mom fucker that Max. guy Max. Max Max yeah her brother Max. Billy the mom fucker who was like you know running through moms all over Hawkins yeah he he dies in an act of protection for his sister. Um, uh, Eleven loses her powers uh, you know while fighting the mind flare. Uh, and, you know, and Ho- just like Juan said, he ruined it. Um, Hopper was in in the bottom of uh, that mall in a Russian science uh, internment camp or whatever the fuck it was. And he exploded and supposedly died. And so uh, the group, when we catch up with them, have moved on and, and are living completely different lives. And you guys ever watch um, the, the remake of uh, Wet Hot American Summer? Yes, that is. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> the, the reason why I bring that up, Juan, you've never seen it, but like they so they had like Elizabeth uh, Berkeley. That, that's not that's not her. Elizabeth Banks, Paul Rudd and some other folks who were like younger in that original series come back for like the remake on Netflix. But they're obviously older and they have aged up, but they were their character still playing the exact same age characters. So they're still like teenagers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, th- and that is what, so when we when we get into this season, that's exactly what this feels like for me. Because I'm just like, these kids are clearly like 21. Like, you know, especially. It, you know, you could have just said, it, it reminds me of the cast of uh, Beverly Hills 90210. What? Because they, 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 they were all notorious, um, notoriously like in their 20s 30s playing 16 year olds uh, you're I mean, right yes yeah. <laughs> really hills 90210 is a reference that um is too old <laughs> oh and people will understand the shit that sean just said they he had to explain what it was about <laughs> I, I was explaining it for you who is obviously the person who never watches anything but but anyway um so yeah when we catch up to them that, that's what they remind <laughs> me of they're like you know they're like these older kids playing these younger kids and you know lucas and i don't know if you guys are familiar with the the kid and play movies yet or a house party lucas yeah. lucas remind, lucas reminds me of blade motherfucking brown anybody else it's just me um, but, 100%, yeah. 100%. <laughs> he looks like Blade Brown but um, and then so we, we catch up with these kids and uh, you know we find out that Eleven moves away she's in California now she's in California now I can't remember the city but she's in California Lucas is on the basketball team looking like Blade Brown 
Mike, <laughs> Mike and Dustin are uh, they're in the Hell's Fires Club and they play D and D with these high school kids now. Uh, Robbie and Steve work in a video store. They don't work at an ice cream place anymore because you know their you know their friendship is uh, is doing that thing. Uh, Nancy is working for her school paper and uh, she is dating. Um, Will's older brother? No, Will, Mike's older brother. Yes. Um, no, Will, Will's Will, older Will. brother. Yeah, Will's, Will's older brother. Who, who, and I'm, I wasn't sure exactly what he was doing. I think he was like, I don't know, like a high school dropout maybe? Who knows? Um, no, no, he's not a high school dropout. He, he's graduating and he's waiting to get into college. So the game plan is to go to the same college as Nancy, but uh, in playing with the, the stoner kid, which I still don't know if he's Native American or Mexican, uh, you're uh, I'm, I'm, I'm laughing at you because, you know, you you watch two episodes and I'm asking myself, how many times did you watch those two episodes? Uh, because I feel like you're like Joey. You're like Joey Tribbiani, who has one one uh, encyclopedia. and He knows that thing from front to back. OK, <laughs> how you doing? Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, funny enough, isn't that the episode that Penn Jillette, uh guest starred as the encyclopedia salesman? I don't know. Yeah, sure. yeah, and sure. Why is that funny? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a wand brand of humor. So uh, let me ask you guys: Do you feel like do you feel like the these like life paths that these kids have chosen are kind of like like on brand for them? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Really? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, if if I'm being honest, I was very surprised that Lucas was playing basketball. Maybe because he was their only black friend, but I feel like maybe he, I feel like he should have chosen another occupation. Lucas is like Vince he's, from uh, Recess. You know, he's a sports he yeah. he's a sports kid deep down inside. That's fair. Yeah, he's black and he wants to be popular. That's, he's yeah. gonna pick basketball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, that's fair. That's fair. And he's uh, he's actually pretty good too. Um, I was I was surprised by his little sister being into D and D though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, his little sister seemed like, uh, like in the, the <laughs> last season, seemed like the annoying little sister. He's just like, oh my no, fucking god. She she turned into a badass towards the end of the the last season, and they towards continued it. with that. Yeah, but great. I mean, she she made no hint or indication that she was into D and D. She called Lucas a nerd, like yeah, every time she was <laughs> yeah. on screen. Yeah, so I was just like, all right, well, hey, she's here now. Um, so yeah, so we pick up we pick up these kids, and um, in my notes I have Chrissy, who is only important to help move the plot along, and we'll talk more about that in a little bit. Um, Remind me who Chrissy is. Chrissy is the, the cheerleader. Yeah, if you want to watch cheerleader. A- oh, oh, yeah. oh, 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 the ring, the ring girl. The ring girl. <laughs> yeah, the way she died, or the way they showed the body afterwards, it all twisted. It, it reminded me of uh, uh, how the bodies look in uh, Ringu. You got to watch the rest of the season too. There's more of that. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, please tell me Eddie survives. <laughs> I, I was really digging that that fucking character. And I was really hoping he would like hook up with the cheerleader, but uh, I guess the cheerleader had different plans. Uh yeah, yeah. she was um, possessed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, not anymore. She's dead. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what that's what killing you means. But but anyway, um, so now the kids, right? The kids have gone down this entire life path. They got a whole lot of things going on. Uh, Mike and Eleven are separated. So Mike is still in Hawkins and Eleven's now in California. And, um, you know, we kind of get a little bit of Eleven's life as as uh, she's in this new place. She's now going by Jane Hopper. Um, you know, it's paying tribute as like Jane Doe, but uh, paying tribute to uh, her her adoptive father, Hopper. 
Um, and she's being bullied. She's being bullied. Eleven's being bullied, you know, by, uh, the, of course, the stupid blonde girl that's at, at her school and her, like, trio of friends. Um, and she's, like, super excited about Mike coming to visit, right? So, um, you know, they're going to go on a trip to go visit. Um, so, like, well, A, A, do you guys, like, you guys think that, like, uh, well, she, she made a little diorama in class that the kids made fun of. Did you guys, do you guys feel really bad for her when, like, those kids are, like, ripping her little diorama apart? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, why doesn't uh, she have the? She power? lost her powers in the she last lost her powers, season. Did she? We just Fuck. talked yeah. about it, uh, dude. Uh, uh, allow me, a one. I'm gonna. Do you listen? Do you, are you even listening? Are you fucking serious, dude? We just talked about it. Why did she lose her powers? Oh my god! You said you watched the the first three seasons. <laughs> no, remind me. So here's the thing: when there's a gap between seasons, I forget shit. So when they do a a this is what happened in season in the past season to recap you, I tend to watch it. This time I didn't watch it. So I was okay. Sean just recapped the last season. I'm not going to lie. I I didn't listen to Sean. Oh God, dude. (laughs) It's going to be a long review. It's going to be a long review. Uh, So why did she lose her powers? She lost her powers last season while fighting, beating back the mind flare. Um, you know, he, his tentacle, like, I don't know, sucks some like special upside down blood out of her, which also took her powers, but put it back in the upside down. Ah, does she regain it back in the season? You need to watch the season or just wait and, and or listen to the review. Okay. we'll wait <laughs> this guy. Um, so anyway, uh, Mike is going to come and visit. And so there's a big to do in Hawkins because, you know, the, the group is, uh, well, Mike is going to go over to, uh, to California to visit 11. Um, he gets there, they go on a little date. It's actually very, very adorable. You know, she's like telling him all about her life and Mike, uh, no, sorry. Will is like, uh, his, his side eye at 11 this entire time is his, it's, it's something else because he is just like, uh, excuse me. None of the things you are saying are true. Like, excuse me, can I just can I just butt in for a moment here? Um, and yeah, he's and my uh, he seems a little jealous of Mike and Eleven spending a lot of time together. And 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 if I'm being honest, I kind of on I'm on Will's side, you know, like because uh, before Eleven came along, Mike uh, Will was his ride or die. You know what I mean? So like uh, I believe in Aquila yeah. and Aquila. I apologize in advance, but uh, I believe the term was uh, bros before hoes. Is that and uh, I don't. I will. Uh, will is trying to but, get his bro Mike to be like, bro, come on, come on. But I don't. But I don't think that's the. I don't think that's the case when it comes to Will. I really think Will has feelings for Mike. Yeah, I don't think, I, I, I yeah. agree with Aquila on this. One. I think. I think it's a little bit of jealousy. It's not jealousy that my my friend is coming to see this girl. It's 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 like why isn't he coming to see me? Like. That it's, he's not seeing it as a friendship. I think he has some type of love for him. Really? I mean, I, I feel like again, yeah. I, <laughs> and Jay, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but uh, I, I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like he's just kind of like this motherfucker comes all the way over here. You can't even say hi to me. I'm here too. You know what I mean? Like, I think I think Will knew he was going to be a third Will, but like he didn't realize he was just going to be like ignored. Well, I mean, he was like that in the in the third season. You know, he he was kind of left out. Everyone else got girlfriends, and he's just like. I still want to play like D and D, you know, like everyone else <laughs> yeah. is trying to grow up, but he's, he's still trying to catch up to the childhood that he, that he left, that he missed out because he was, you know, abducted and, you know, uh, possessed. So yeah, he was working through some shit in those last two seasons, you know? Yeah. You're, you're like, 
<laughs> uh, you ever think that he was like, but, go ahead, Mike, go ahead, Quilo, I'm sorry. But, 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 but new city, fresh start, like, sure, you were working through your stuff, but like, you're in a new city now, like, make the best of it, you know, and he's just not. Well, he's, he's a kid in high school, you know, like, he's still trying to figure himself out, yeah. you know, like, all these kids are trying to figure, like, I mean, then this is what I appreciate about the show, like, these are, like, real kids with, like, real type emotions with, you know, they don't have everything figured out. Yeah. Like eleven, eleven makes sense because she has no social skills. You know, yeah, she does. She doesn't know how to deal with uh, a bully or how to make friends or anything like that. You know, yeah. Oh, she knows how to deal with a bully. Well, without her powers. Yeah. In fact, in, in fact, you kind of see this really sad moment because, like, uh, uh, before Mike comes to visit, you know, um, she does this thing where she makes this diorama, kind of like, um telling kind of telling the story of, of her dad and like kind of paying homage in this class. And, and they're talking about, they were talking about, you know, like historical figures uh, that were considered heroes in history. And she like talked about her dad, you know, it was a, it was a very, it's very like ador- it's adorable and kind of heartfelt to watch. And this, this kid, Angela is just being the biggest asshole in class. And, um, you know, and the teacher, the teacher is going to let it ride because she's like, this girl's new, like, you know, whatever. But this girl, Angela was like, was not going to have it. So I got the sense like the teacher treated at 11, like a special needs kid. Like, oh, she's, she's licked a couple too many. <laughs> what the fuck? What the, what? Licked a couple too many what, Juan? Licked a couple yeah, too I'm many finish, what? Finish that thought. <laughs> licked a couple too many what? Nothing. Oh, up. no. But you got it. You got to remember, this is like 19, 1986, you know, like they didn't have. Yeah, a, they didn't have a lot of the the like the special interest groups, you know, no, for and, kids. And, I, and, and I get that. But I, I really got the sense like she she treated uh, Eleven like she's not all there. And, and, here, uh, here. and then also kind of contributed to Angela's bullying where, well, Angela's right. You are a fucking moron. I meant like somebody in history. And that's when Eleven went to like. Well, he was in the papers in, in, in Hawkins. Well, again, I think to, to Jay's point, this is 1986. They didn't have all these specialty groups that could be divided. It was like either either you were in the, 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 the regular class and people were just like, yeah, that's just 11. It is what it is. Or, you know, you were like, you, you were, you just, you, I guess you got homeschooled. I don't know. I don't know. I was like two years old in 1986. So, like, <laughs> cut me some slack. Um but it, but anyway, yeah. So yeah, Angela is like just ripping this thing apart. She now Angela, uh, at least for the first three episodes, is the bully. <laughs> is the bully. You know these Cali girls, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. And so then again, so um, so going back to uh, so Mike and Eleven are kind of having like a, a a day date. You know, they go to the skating rink, um, and uh, and uh, they're having a good time, having a good time until until Angela and her trio of friends show up. You know, and they outright embarrass Eleven, you know, in front of Mike, in front of Will. You know, she just has like she's having the worst day. Like this is this is some core memory, like some shit you're never going to forget, like change your personality. Like you can't like Eleven won't be able to dye her hair and like change herself so that like to recover from this. This is just like traumatic. She's going to live with her. And so, um, you know, she she goes to hide. She goes to hide. And then finally, you know, she's kind of like had enough shit of from from Angela. And uh, she goes, she walks up to her and she's like, hey, excuse me, excuse me. I, I need you to apologize. And Angela's like, I'm sorry, you need me to do what? She's like, yeah, apologize for making a fool of me. And then she and Angela in, in true California girl, girl bully fashion 
laughs in her face. And this is the only time, like, I didn't feel sympathy for any, any, any of the, the kids in this show. Because Eleven was like, well, fuck this bitch. And she hits her in the face with her skate. Like, yeah, <laughs> like full was, force. Yeah, it was awesome. Highlight of the episode for that, it was, for that one, for sure. It was a little cringy to watch, uh, but it was justified. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it was like, yeah, well, I mean, here's the thing. The question, well, my question is, do you think if she would have said sorry that she that Eleven would have just walked away and was like, OK, well, she was sorry. Or do you think she would have like still hit her? I don't think I'd be happy with the scene. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, it, it, yeah. If, if Eleven got her sorry, then she would have just let it go, which would have sucked. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It, it was very yeah. it was very cathartic to to watch that because it was just like this Angela girl needs to needs to get it because and I forgot to mention earlier uh, because Eleven embarrassed herself earlier before Mike had gotten there in the schoolyard because she had um, using air quotes here knocked down her diorama and made fun of it in the schoolyard and Eleven attempted to use her powers and she she forgot mm-hmm. and so she looked like a crazy person who just screamed in the yard it was like, you know, it was very, it was hard to watch. He was just like, oh, fuck. You know, like if she had her power, she would have fucked that girl up. You oh, know? yeah, dude. Can you imagine if she had powers? <laughs> that girl would have been spaghetti in the yard. Oh, God. Yeah, it was a, it's, it's fucking crazy. So, um, but yeah. And then, uh, so after their, their little day date, you know, Mike is like, hey, man, it's, it's not a big deal. Relax. Take it easy. They go home. She tries to calm her down. You know, um, the police, the, they call the police. They call the police on on these kids and um, and Eleven gets to go home. But then, like, the police show up at her house, um, which, and- which is wild, because is this even possible? Like, there was no parents there. Like, the mom had already left to Alaska. Like, yeah. they just, like, arrest this little girl. Yeah. Yeah. This, so- this ahead, is dude. also 1986 where a crime kid- is a crime, man. Yeah. Well, parents would just leave their kids. You watch E.T., like. The mom just leaves the kids alone in the house, you know, for an extended period of time. So like the 80s, I no no parents are watching their kids. They just, you know. Yeah, and 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 to that point, I have two older brothers and I guarantee that they had watched they're 7 years older than me, so they were in charge like at at all times. There's just that's just what it is. So I I agree. It it is crazy. I would that, that would never I well, I won't say it would never happen. I would suspect that it would be something that would almost never happen in this day and age. However, it is absolutely a thing that would happen in the 80s and 90s. It's just by default. Um, if you have an over, older sibling, well, they are now in charge. And I think that's what happened in this scenario. Like, they're just, uh, um, you know, left in charge with uh, Will's older brother or Mike's older brother. Um, the other piece, the other piece of the equation is also that um, yeah, you, you have to keep in mind. And, and Jay brought the, or Aquila brought this up, which is that their parents are gone. Their parents are gone. So, uh, Joyce, Joyce Byers gets a mysterious, like, like China doll or, uh, what, what, what kind of, what uh, kind the, of the Russian doll? Yeah. She gets a Russian, Russian doll. doll. Yeah. She, she gets a Russian doll and she like, for whatever reason, she immediately freaks out. She's like, I got this strange Russian doll. And she calls, uh, the, the guy from the last season. Um, I want to say Murray. Murray calls Murray who, yeah. <laughs> uh, he is played by by uh, Brett Gelman, uh, but yeah, he he ca- he calls he calls her and he's like a cons- conspiracy theory guy, and um and he's like, well, it must have some sort of thing going on in it. Why else would they send it to you? And he, and he was right, and he was right. Uh, there's like a secret message inside that says, hey, 
you need to wire forty thousand dollars to uh, to this place to if you want if you want Hopper to get back. Um, you know, it it freaks out Joyce. Murray comes over, and I don't know about you, but I got like I got like uh, hey, what's up, Joyce vibes? Because uh, the because like that dude from uh, that dude from uh, Lord of the Rings is no longer in the picture, you know. So that's why like Murray was so quick to come over. Well, I mean, yeah, hon- honestly, Murray was was a highlight for me this this whole season. He was he was great. Yeah, yeah, he was um he was pretty funny this entire season. I think uh you know, and this is kind of where uh, and at that part of the show, um. This season, you get like, I want to say four or five distinct different storylines that all kind of diverge almost at the same time. So as Mike goes to see Eleven in California, uh, the rest of the Stranger Things kids all have something different going on. Uh, Dustin and um, Dustin and Lucas and Max all have a separate thing happening. Even Luke, even within their little subgroup, has a separate story going on that that dips in and out of the, the story that happens with the other two kids. Um, Nancy and Steve and Rob, uh, Robin all have a separate story that are happening, um, all together. And like, and will, so it's like, it is, in, in, it is almost like five different shows happening at once, which probably explains why these episodes are like feature length. Like I think every episode is like an hour, an hour and a half. Yeah. It's almost like yeah. a game of Thrones type of, uh, length. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys, do you guys appreciate the format? Uh, do you guys appreciate that format for this season? Nope. That's, um, that's why I didn't. That was that was one of the reasons why I didn't like it. It was just too many storylines in every episode. It was ridiculous. That's true. I, yeah, I think and I feel like the, um, I, I personally felt like some of the Russia stuff was a little boring. Like I, I almost didn't need it, um, if I'm being honest, like because I, I didn't care that much about Hopper. Do you guys like Hopper as a character? I love, I Hopper. love Hopper. Really? So I, fa- I, I fast forward through every Russian episode. I mean, <laughs> Russian scene. Like every time they went to Russia, fast forward because I don't care. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's I mean, it's interesting. It's fun to watch, and I I also feel like uh, they they like David Harbor had like a really really big year. Like over the last couple of years, he was in Black Black Widow. I think he did some other indie stuff, and like, but he he's really kind of built a name for himself as an yeah. Actor. He was Hellboy. Yeah, he was Hellboy. You know, so he's trying to build a name for himself as an actor, and so I feel like every time we're in Russia with him, and he has any time to monologue. Like the camera always slowly kind of zooms in to him while he is talking so that his speech just ever kind of intensifies. He's like, it's just so lonely in this cell, but I well, must you know, go on. T- to be to be honest, um, Hopper didn't do much this season. There's a lot of characters characters that just kind of didn't do much this this season. And they were just kind of like in the background for a lot of things, you know, and it, the main focus was uh, just. I don't know some of the other characters where I mean that's where it felt disjointed, you know, because you you didn't know who exactly to follow, really. Yeah, and and, and the way it was cut, uh, the way the season, this part of the season was cut, I I honestly feel like they, I feel like they they made a rush decision to cut it and to cut the season in two halves. A because the next part of this is only two episodes. It's only two episodes, which like which I think yeah, there'll be like an hour and a half each, which is a lot of content all at once. But I feel like this season was like almost 18 episodes and they cut up all this Russia stuff and they put them all together. And they, I feel like there's so much stuff on the cutting room floor for this season that was just extra added content. And they just made these really long episodes so that they could keep momentum going for uh, for Stranger Things buzz. Yeah, I felt like this season was the most filler type of season, you know, where it's just 
we're kind of building to something, but not, we can't get to it right away. So here's a couple of stuff that's going to happen. Yeah. 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 But, um, so, uh, uh, we haven't got to the end of the first episode yet, but at the end of the first episode, uh, there's, it, that's when it kind of takes a turn. And I was watching this with like my daughter and my nephew. And so we mentioned Chrissy earlier and Chrissy is like this school cheerleader and she clearly has something going on. And, you know, Max, uh, as we follow Max through this episode, she clearly seems very, very different because in the last season that we, where we met or Matt last season or season two, where we met Max, she's bright and bubbly and very like kind of engaged with the group. But, um, when you, when you see her in this season, uh, she is obviously detached and has like a lot of kind of inner turmoil going on. Um, and so like that is kind of a driving quite like what the hell's going on with Max. Um, and even, even the group kind of knows, but they have all kind of moved on almost, you know, so her struggle is happening almost on the outside of this group. Um, you know, and, and this it's, she, Max is the one who sees Chrissy, uh, Cuttingham coming out of the, uh, the, uh, counselor's office because she's going in because she's going in to talk to the counselor to kind of talk through, uh, Billy's death, which then we kind of realize is taking a larger toll on her than maybe we would have thought. Although she did watch her brother get like horribly murdered in the last season. And, oh, yeah. and the yeah. thing is, is that every, everybody else whose brother it was not is acting like it's not a big fucking deal. It's like, oh Yeah. Just another fucking summer in Hawkins where a fucking uh, portal from another dimension opens. Oh, well. Well, I mean, Billy was kind of a dick. Well, the whole- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, Billy, Billy was a racist dick who uh, who was he, he was. I think we talked about this in some other episode. He was like a classic 80s bully. Like, you know, his dad like burnt, put out cigarettes on him, you know, and he was yeah. just like he was that kid. Yeah, he beat up Steve and no one no one wants uh, Steve to get hurt. That's true. <laughs> Steve the no hair. The exactly. Yeah, he beat up Steve, and he and he was an absolute dick to Max. But you know, Max still loved her brother. Um, you know, uh, so then towards the end of this episode, we follow Chrissy. Now, Chrissy is uh, is is talking to Eddie. Eddie is kind of this school's like uh, like pseudo cool kid, but like not like on the outskirts. He plays D and D and kind of fits in with a whole a bunch of different groups, and he's a little weird, but. He sells drugs, so so um, so he's well. <laughs> there he, you go. Yeah, so he's 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 in. He's in. Uh, so Chrissy's like, hey man, I'm having like these crazy visions, uh, visions of a clock. Um, and I got this weird fucking I don't know veiny like uh, uh, I don't know what, what what would you call this this thing before we know its name? Uh, this weird like thing after me. I don't know what the fuck it is. I just need something strong to like get this shit to stop. He looked like Swamp Thing. He did look like Swamp Thing. He did. Um, <laughs> And so she goes to Eddie's like, yeah, man, I got that good shit back in my trailer. Now, you know, it almost seems like Eddie's trying to run a line on on uh, Chrissy to get her to go back. But then, like, you know, you get there and he's like legit looking for drugs. Um, he finds them. And this is where, like, the 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 gore and horror levels of this season kind of like get cranked up to 11 because then, um, you know, no pun intended. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you, why? Why would you? Why would you even say that? Um, this, that's where this part kind of gets cranked up to eleven because, um, because like, uh, finally the visions that she's having in this big swamp thing looking guy before we figure out what its name is, like appears again in front of Chrissy and just says, you know, I'm now one with you. Puts his hand on her forehead. Uh, she rises into the air inside of Eddie's trailer, who is just like, holy fuck, what am I watching? And she gets fucking crumpled like like i I don't even know like it was like folding watching someone fold cardboard it was horrible to watch i don't know oh yeah do you guys find it easy Mm -hmm. to watch it was like i was like holy shit what is happening right now 
Uh, yeah, it was and, intense. Yeah, and, and like I said, I was watching it with like my daughter and my nephews, and I was like, and then you know, immediately after it goes off, they're like, um, what, what was that? Was that CGI? I'm like, yes, I fucking hope so. I why would I show oh, you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, you could tell they were just like, I was like, okay, I don't, I don't think we're gonna watch any more of these episodes with uh, with the kids, because you know, Stranger Things for the most part was pretty tamed. I think, with the exception of like Billy's death in the last season, I, I mean, that was probably as bad as it got. And even then, it was like very fantastical. This was like you, it, you just watched them like fold this girl up. It was it was fucking horrible to watch. And that is where uh, the episode ends. And so. Um, yeah, and that's where I was like, "Holy, holy shit!" Like, what the fuck did I, you know, just watch? And uh, and that's when Stranger Things had grown up. That's when that's when the the show had grown up, and you realized that they were never going to be the same again. Um, you know, and then you get in this, you get in episode two, and we talked a little bit about the Russian doll and and uh, Murray coming over. Um, you know, we find out that Hopper is alive in the second episode. We find out that uh, he's in a Russian internment camp, and he has a guy on the inside who's like trying to exploit him for money. Now. Um, I, now Jay, as someone who was a little bit older than me in the eighties, was it, was it just that easy to get 40 K in the eighties? Um, I, 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 I don't know. Like, <laughs> because they're like, we need you 40- just went into the bank and gave them a note and they handed you the 40 K. Yeah. It was like, well, it's they, they went in, they went in with the ransom note and said, this is why I need my 40 K loan. The bank was like, sure. Uh, here's an unsecured but I'm loan. I'm going to need some collateral. Do you have another child that you can leave behind? <clears throat> Yeah. Well, I th- I thought it was because like Hopper had some like trust fund or something that I I, I mean did I did I miss that explanation? I feel like I missed it as I was watching the show. I left out. I stopped watching the show where she goes. I'm going to the bank to get the uh, Hopper's money. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the only. That's where I left off. So I don't know if she well really well, went to the bank and gave a note and said, "Give me all your money, the thing. or what." Juan, the it, it cut to commercial and they came back. They had a a literal a literal duffel bag in cash of four forty thousand dollars. Where the fuck are you watching the show that they're cutting to commercials? Well, I, I, it was it was for hyperbole. You, duh, you fucking loon shit. Um, but yeah, they they go and get this money and uh, and then they they get a they, they not only do they go get the money they get tickets to fly to Alaska. So they got 40, 40,000 plus whatever it costs to go to Alaska. Um, her and Ma- Maury. And this is where Murray, and this is where, again, where Quila mentions, like th- this is where the, the stories kind of start to uh, diverge um, because the kids get left alone. And then, as I mentioned in the last episode, uh, the fucking cops show up uh, to arrest 11. They're like, uh, excuse me, is, um, you know, Jane Hopper here? And they're like, well, yeah, uh, is, you know, and they don't even ask, they don't, I don't think the cops even ask where the parents are. And I, I feel like they do, or they don't, they just dismiss it. They're like, Hey, your parents home. Yeah. Well, no, but, uh, but I'm in charge. And they're like, okay, <laughs> great. Where's Jane Hopper? Because we need to take her to jail right now. And so, and they're like, well, we're going to get her out eventually. And like, you know, and, and Mike's, uh, and Mike's, uh, uh, you know, true love. He's like falling out the van. Um, and, uh, and, uh, but right, right, right before she gets taken to jail, Mike and 11 are having a conversation about the whole, the whole roller rink situation. And, you know, it, it was kind of, it was, it was almost like the realest, like little kid, like first girlfriend conversation. He was like, you know, it's all good. You know, if you were a superhero, you know, you would have handled that bitch like that, but you know, it's all good. So it, don't worry about it. And she was just like, do you don't like me because I'm not a superhero? And he's like, no, nah, man, you're cool. You're still cool. It's all good. But like all, all she heard was like, this guy only likes me for my superpowers. And so <laughs> like, um, and so then, you know, she gets arrested and she, and she, uh, uh, she's like being questioned. And I feel like the whole time, you know, the whole time she's just like, that motherfucker Mike only likes me for my superpowers. 
You know, she had like a real existential crisis. I'm sorry, go ahead, Aquila. Yeah. She also makes a big deal of the fact that he won't say he loves her. Oh. That was that was another big thing. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, listen, man, Mike ain't trying to get held down. You know, he's in California. I think Angela <laughs> might have been looking at him a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's he's a he's a young teenager trying to deal with his raging boner, and <laughs> it's like he doesn't he doesn't know what love is really. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's very yeah. It's also true that yeah, she's also dealing with that. So it's like, well, maybe if I have my superpowers, he'll love me. Who who knows? Like maybe he loved me more when I was like you know, fresh out of the lab, um, you know. But um, Eleven gets is getting questioned, and the police are kind of being dicks to her. She's like, and she doesn't really know how to answer these questions, so she's trying to answer them. She's answering them honestly, and some of those questions are like, you know, did you want to kill her? It's like, well, I mean, yeah, a little bit because like you weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, you know what I mean. So it was like uh. I, I found I found those cops to be kind of, you know, un- unsympathetic, almost like they had just taken this uh, this girl's Angela's side. Um, did you guys feel the same way? One hundred percent. Because she was just like she was just like the bully and playing the victim. You know, Eleven's story wasn't really heard. So they already heard the bad. So, of course, they're going to just assume she's the bad person. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it, was, it was freaking crazy. So then um, uh, I mean, it, it it is funny because like this is the first uh, type of villain that she's had to deal with. That it's just kind of more manipulative than just a straight up monster that she true. has to fight. It's true. Yeah. It, it, and it's it's a so it's a social and you brought up like she didn't have really good social because it's a social like monster. You know what I mean? Which she has like zero. It's like very, very little practice at. You know what I mean? So like. Even and even when they're like, you know, they're making fun of her, she almost is like, I don't get what the fuck their problem is. Like, yeah, he was a local hero. Like, come on, cut me a break. Yeah. You yeah. I mean? She's like, yeah, uh, he saved lots of people. Fuck you guys. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah. And then and then they like I, I can't remember. I feel like they put her in jail. They're having one of those like waiting rooms. And of course, uh, because obviously if a girl in California or Angela gets hit in the face with a skate. Well, obviously, we need to alert the fucking FBI, and so or the FBI, or the government. Forget alerting the FBI. You need to call the nearest plastic surgeon. <laughs> she is in California, man. Yeah, you're you're right. <laughs> Thanks, man. That's a good point. I am so I'm glad you brought it up. Um, Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. A classic Ledesma wit. Um, Razor so. shop. <laughs> 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 ha, ha, ha. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ, man! Thank you, Juan. That was great. Um, yeah. So they they put her in the room, and then the government's aware, and they 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 you know they put her in a, in another van to take her away, and then some lady with like the tightest bun I think ever walks in with her power suit on, and she's just like where. Where, where where is the girl? And you know she's already in a van, like kind of dri- driving away to go to a uh, state prison. Is that where they were going to take her? Like, were they going to lock her up? Do with, like... me. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> they, really, they really. I mean, I, I don't know. They put people in a in a van like that, take them to juvie. Like they don't just drive them. In, like one kid. I, like they, I think the van said juvie. It said uh, juvenile center. No, I know. I, I, no, you're right. Van. You're right. I just feel like I just feel like for <laughs> if they were taking like ten kids, I would get why they would take this van. But like they're literally taking this one little girl who's you know harmless to ju- like why are you gonna put her in this van? I guess I guess for you know for plot purposes for stupid people like me. She just gave a skate to the most popular girl in school on her face. She deserves a van. 
I mean, I, I don't doubt. I, I agree that Angela absolutely deserved that skate. Um, you know, but but while she's in transit, while, while she's in transit, she is abducted by this mysterious government agency. And um, and then, you know, to kind of flip back at home, because, again, the storylines are diverge. Uh, you know, the FBI is now at the 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 no, not the buyer's house. They're at uh, Will's or. Oh, come on, brain. They're at one of those kids' brothers' house. Um, it's Will and Jonathan, isn't it? Or- yeah. Will and Jonathan? Yeah, Will, Jonathan, and uh, Mike. Uh, yes. They- yeah. Yeah, they're, they're all at the house. And then, like, other chaos, like, fucking breaks loose uh, in this house, all while Eleven is also being arrested and, and abducted. So uh, the government shows up at their house, and it's, it's keeping watch to figure out, like, I, I don't know if someone else is going to show up and, like, try and... Uh, uh, or the the parents are going to show up and and you know like they can ask them some questions, and then um, like a, another fucking agency shows up and there's like a a whole fucking shootout like people are getting shot and killed inside of their house, like it, it is it is like the craziest shit I've ever seen like these kids and these kids are like well just again another day in Hawkins oh well it is what it is let me call my super stoner fucking friend. Uh, because I'm trying to sneak out of the house and he like, and you guys ever seen, um, uh, the movie, uh, I, I, I can't remember this kid's name, but they cut his dick off in this movie and they're like running all over the, uh, all, all over like the city what? trying to get it attached. Yeah. 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 That, that's where this long haired kid is from. Um, I thought he was in book smart. He, uh, he wasn't book smart. He, he was like, he wasn't book smart, but he's also, damn it, man. Um, I can't remember the fucking name of this movie, but anyway, it's on Netflix to get his dick. He gets his dick cut off. I don't think I want to watch that movie. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty funny, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they call they call this this is uh, uh, Will's older brother's friend um, over and to try and save them. And he shows up, and there's literally a guy, a dead, almost dead guy, shot in his pizza van, um, um, and it's in his pizza van, and he's like freaking out. He is absolutely freaking out, as he should be. But he drives away. He drives away. Now, the thing I find the most disturbing about this, and I don't know about you guys, which is that like they actually go, they actually go and they um they bury the body. Like this get this guy dies and they go to like they go <laughs> they go and bury the body. Do you guys find that disturbing? Like they just knew what to do. Well, I they've been through a lot, man. I don't think they they knew exactly what to do, but that's their first in, instinct to just bury a body. <laughs> Yeah, it, <laughs> definitely would not be mine. Yeah, I would have ditched that van. I don't even know. Like he's, just, we got to go. Yeah, zip. yeah, it's uh, it, it's yeah, it's fucking crazy. Um, and then so yeah, they bury this body, and then have to they have to figure out kind of what's going on. So they they get Dustin. Um, they get Dustin. They pick up Dustin, and he joins this group, and they are trying to um hide Eddie because Eddie is on the run from the law because the law is looking for him for he's suspected for the murder of uh Chrissy as he should be because she fucking died in his trailer you know and he just ran away he didn't call the police he didn't do anything um well I mean <laughs> would they would they believe his story if he called the police and then told him oh this girl levitated and then she just cracked her own neck and and own bones by herself uh no i mean i i know I, I don't think they would have believed him but i still you know it's just uh it's just fucking insane the fact like the fact that it even happened um that like he just ran away he was just like well fuck this i'm out and maybe because he had drugs in his trailer you know and i think uh i think eddie stays with his uncle or whatever so his uncle's like yep got this fucking dead girl in my house and they didn't take him away for killing this girl immediately 
Look, I'm, I'm going to say this. Eddie did the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, you know what, Jay, to, to your point? I mean, he's like what? He's like a 16-year-old kid, 17-year-old oh, kid. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, did, he did the first thing. You know, he's like, oh, I got to get the fuck out of here, bro. I'm not getting in trouble for this. <laughs> <laughs> His life would have been ruined. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Very, very true. Um, again, and, and there's, there's so many diverging storylines here, so I'm going to try and keep it all together because it's, uh, it's, it's not all linear uh, what's going on. But, uh, you know, so uh, also what's going on here is Lucas. So Lucas is he he now has competing priorities, right? He is a trying to understand what's going on with Max because Max obviously has like some shit going on and he he can sense it. He can feel it. And uh, they broke they broke off their relationship. I want to say earlier in the summer or something like that or earlier, like in the year. And, you know, he's like, well, we can still be friends. Um, which, but he also has a new set of friends who are kind of peer pressuring him into like doing like popular guy basketball player shit. Um, and he also has commitments with his friends to play D and D, uh, which is how like his friends are connected to Eddie and how like, you know, Eddie ends up like in the care of, of, of like the second set of heroes. You know, Lucas's basketball, um, buddies, they were kind of scary white radical kids, you know, that, yep. Where it's, they got. They got really um, aggressive in trying to find Eddie. Uh, yeah, they got to the like, point. Yeah, to the, like if Eddie was like a person of color, I think it would have been a very <laughs> scary situation. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, they kind of they kind of go like crazy uh, rich white bully on on Eddie. Oh yeah, yeah. Is like it, it's. Ahead, they Aguila. give Storm the Capital vibes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's like, <laughs> like, hey man, like this is our town. We just can't let these people take over our town. Like, yeah. It's, 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 also, it, it's intense. Also, what was that dude's name? I don't think I've watched all six episodes. You did not figure out this old man's name because he looked old as hell. The, the leader of the, the basketball. Team. I have I have no clue. I feel like his name was like Chad or something. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? <laughs> right. But yeah, because like these kids, these kids are a dri- driving around town with like baseball bats and shit, walking up to people's open garages and like punching them out. You know what I mean? Like starting fights and they're just walking away. Like the cops give zero fucks about what these kids are doing. They just like they see them and go, look at those good basketball playing kids over there. Leave them alone. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> He just he just um, trashed it, it, his kid's drum set. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he absolutely was, and like for no reason. Oh my god, Try, trying to find Eddie. Try, oh, he's trying to find Dustin, who knew where Eddie was. That's that. That's what I was. But still, he just. But they got away with it. They got away with it. Yeah. Um. So then, uh, you know, we come we come into episode four, and things kind of turn up a little bit because in the last episode we learn a little bit. Um, as like, you know, the radical white like uh, basketball group is kind of traveling around town. One of the people in their group, um, one of the people in their group, like has, I don't know, like a vision or something. And it turns out that like um, it turns out that like the villain Swamp Thing has like invaded his mind. And he's kind of seeing all the things that Chrissy was seeing. And we kind of don't understand like like what's going on. And I want to ask you guys, which is like. Do you think he's getting on, like getting in their heads based on like sad thoughts or like that, like he's just able to travel through minds? Like what what do you guys think the deal is with uh, this guy? Uh, I think, I think he targets people with PTSD and uh, like a Trump traumatic backstory. And then he just feeds on their, their fear. And the more, the, the more scared these kids get the, the, I think it's, it feeds his strength and he gets stronger. 
What was what was the cheerleader's uh, traumatic backstory? The whole eating disorder bullcrap. <laughs> eating disorders aren't bullcrap. One, they're serious no, problems. No, but no, <laughs> they they didn't really allude to it because I I remember seeing the scene where she was in the uh, in the bathroom, and then it's like like demonic flashbacks to her her mother going like try on this dress. I don't know. It so what 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 was her traumatic experience? I mean. Probably that. But I, I just mean, like, I'm just trying to understand because he, I mean, obviously it has something to do with sadness and I think a little bit with depression. But I, I because, like, obviously in this season, we all, it's called Dear Billy um, because Sam, uh, Max, sorry, admits that she's like, hey, I've been having some of these visions too. And uh, they had, like, after 12 hours, like, these people died um, because, like, that that's just, that's just how it happens. Uh, the thing I skipped over at this point is that in the previous episode, Nancy is now also on the case after Chrissy's bodies is is discovered because um, she is covering for her school. She's covering it for her school paper. And um, and the guy that she is with has like some kind of PSD accident to Jay's point um, that that happens. And it triggers like uh, um, who we swamp thing. The kids call him Vecna based on some D and D villain, just like they do all the other villains, uh, in, in this show. They, uh, they, they trigger, trigger, uh, they call him Vecna and Vecna is somehow entering this kid's mind and they find, he gets folded like cardboard too in the middle of the episode. And they find him in the middle of the street with Nancy. Nancy's like, I don't know what the hell happened. He was with me one minute. And then he was like, you know, tossed away. Um, but, it, but anyway, uh, once Max kind of admits this to the group, everyone's kind of like freaking out a little bit. And so um, she writes letters for everyone that they're not supposed to open in, until she dies because she knows it's inevitable that it's going to happen. Um, and which is really kind of, sad. Yeah, which is sad because you know. And it, again, Jay, uh, you brought this up. Like these kids are dealing with real kids' emotion. Like these kids, like in in her in particular, she's dealing with some like real crazy shit that everybody just kind of like, yeah, it's fine, man. It's Hawkins, bro. Like remember that time Will ate a slug from the upside down? It's cool. And she's like, I. Like I'm fucked up yeah, over this. I'm really depressed. Yeah. I have anxiety. <laughs> yeah. I can't I can't sleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She was like all messed up. And um so she she writes letters for everyone. And um, you know, it was really kind of like heartfelt. She goes and sits at she's sitting at Billy's grave and she's kind of like, you know, pouring her heart out. It's like, you know, um, you know, despite all the stuff that he was going like you were doing, like I still cared about you. I still loved you. Um and then and then uh, our moment comes, right? It's now Max's turn to meet Vecna and to be turned in the cardboard. And she raises high in the air. And uh, we get this moment where this is happening. And I think we get a, a little bit more in depth here because, like, Max is having a freak out moment. And we're watching this happen. And it's happening in what I can only assume is the upside down is this, at this point. And um, it's happening in, in the upside down. And uh, it's like uh, Vecna saying all this shit, you know, you're, you're going to be mine. You're going to be doing all this stuff. And, San, and Max is still like, you know, running away, like trying to fight for her life here because I think you know, the, it caught the other kids by surprise because I think these kids are the only ones who know what the fucking upside down is, right? That have, have some kind of exposure yeah. to this. And so, like, you know, she's running for her life. And uh, then, um, you know, they, they, they figure out, and I can't remember how they figured oh, this out. Uh, Nancy which, uh, and Robin, they go see. Yeah, they went to see Robert yes. England. In the yes, <laughs> god damn it, yeah, yeah, see, yeah, that was literally the best part of the, the whole it was, episode. It was, it, was so, it was great, it was great that it was great that it was Robert, Robert England, and he was tormented by someone invading his nightmares and dreams, you know, like because <laughs> that, that yes. was Freddy Krueger, uh, 
Yes, yes, it was. Yeah. It was. And it's funny, when when he first appeared, when I first go, is that, uh, my wife was like, is that Freddy Krueger? And I was like, I, I don't know. I can't tell. And then, you know what? And like, and you know what was even great is better is that his eyes were like all cut out, you know? It was like, you know, he had like used to have knife for hands and shit. It, it was, it's fucking crazy. But yes, you guys, you are correct. They sneak into, they sneak into like this college office to like, to go speak to this serial killer who like has a very, very sad backstory. Well, they, they also had um, to manipulate the, whatever the dean of that that college is uh to get them to see the uh patient yeah yeah because like he was like yo you guys can't just come here without an appointment and what you know a recommendation letter and they were just like you're gonna hold us back us future women of this you know how hard it is for us and you're gonna do this to us you know and he was just like fuck they're not wrong but maybe i'm going to and then he was kind of like flexing his power a little bit he was like okay fine i'll get you a little bit of time so he he gets them in and then they and then they get found out and then they, you know, they they fucking run. <laughs> they just run and they get away. Yeah. Um, and then, yes. And then that's how they find out that uh, the music, they tell them the music. And then um, uh, uh, Dustin, who's like, maybe the music will help. And then this is when Kate Bush, who was just making a little, little bit of money. Uh, now makes you know, now she's a million billionaire. Oh God, yeah, no, they, like, they've been playing that song <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's like number one right now. Yeah, which, which is crazy because I I think if I understand correctly, it didn't chart it didn't chart all that high when it had originally debuted. No, um, you know. So and uh, I think she was like an indie artist, kind of like doing her own thing. But you know, but good on her, good on her. She's like I don't know how old is Kate? How old is Kate Bush now? Do you guys know? Uh, she's probably in her mm-hmm. like mid sixties. Right. She's still fair. She's still she's still young. She can still like, hey, I got all this new income. You know, I I wonder if like you know if she's was like days away from like having a closer store or some shit like that, and then suddenly she's like she's like another royalty check for this stupid song I made, and it's like you know. <laughs> It's like a, it's like just like an eighties movie where it's like we still need the money to save our house, and then it comes in the form of this royalty check. I, I've got a que- I've got a question. <laughs> I've got a question for all of you guys. What what song What's would up? bring you guys back? <laughs> oh, that's a great question. Um, it would probably be Ooh. something by John Mayer. I know mine. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it, probably, it would probably be something from John Mayer. Um, your your body's uh, a wonderland. <laughs> You know what? Yeah, it, pro- it probably would be. <laughs> uh, honestly, it probably would be. <laughs> Juan, Juan, how about you? Um, all about that bass. I don't know. I honestly don't. What? Know. What's wrong? With I, you? I wasn't expecting that. No, I, I, I honestly don't know. I or maybe uh oh ooh uh, uh eighteen by uh, Alice Cooper. Eighteen. That one's good. One. Yeah, I'm eighteen. I'm not gonna sing it. <laughs> I don't know her. Him. Uh, yeah. Uh, Him. <laughs> I know. I know. It's a, it's a me. It's a me. <laughs> I don't know. You don't even go here, Juan. Um, uh, uh, Aquila- what about you, Jay? You you asked us the question. You didn't fucking answer. Uh, well, I was going to give Aquila a chance to answer, but then if, since you're going to cut us, oh. cut us off. Uh, I would say probably Eminem, kill you. Mm. Oh, that's a good one. You know, Aquila, and then and not to cut you off, Jay, but that that would have been my second choice. Or not, not necessarily. Uh, I'm gonna kill you, but an Eminem song. I just don't know which one. Eminem song, yeah, yeah. One shot, two shot. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, "Baby Got Back." Sir Mix a Lot. That's a great song, though. It's a great song. If, if anything's gonna bring me back to the real world, it's a uh, booty booty rap. <laughs> what about Anaconda, man? <laughs> no, I, I, I'd go with the original "Baby Got Back." Sir Mix a Lot. That's a good choice, Jay. 
That's a good choice. Juan. Yes. Who's Alice Cooper again? <laughs> Who is she? <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I'm going. To fuck you up. Why? <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what would be a good song. And uh, oh my god, uh, you know what? You know what song might bring me back? Uh, I, I want to sex you up. That, that song might bring me back. From <laughs> color me bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. Yeah. You guys uh, are showing your age right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's very true. It's very true. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, the funny thing is, I, I think our core demographic will understand. It's okay. We, we, we can, yeah. we can be old. Um, yeah, it'd be weird if one of us said the the whisper song from the Yin Yang Twins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, hold on. Time out. Time out. Juan, do you know? You know what that is? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh my God. We all know I, I don't know pop culture. Hey, little Juan. <laughs> that was asmr before asmr existed yeah oh my god <laughs> yeah oh my god um so it, but yeah but again but again so uh so then this kate bush song comes on and um it, it opens a portal in the upside down that wasn't there before and max is now kind of have, having an outer body experience while running from swamp thing vecna and she's running towards uh the the hole that's created in the upside down and she's got to like go through all this stuff she's tripping over some bodies that i'm sure mean something i, I think they're i think they were like his family or something like that or that, that we learn about later um but yeah uh and she, and she makes it out we say we save we save max and max is the first person that we know um that we've seen at least get out of vecna's grip after after he started doing his like fold you like cardboard thing um and so, like, uh, and it's just like, and I think that's where the episode ends. I, I can't remember. You guys remember? Yeah. I mean, that. Yeah, that was it. That was it. I mean, that that was such a great moment where, like, Max, you didn't want Max to kind of die, you know? And when she does get out, you're, it's like, I teared up a bit, you know? Like, I didn't want her to die. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I was and, okay with her dying. I, I, so, so here's the thing. Here's the thing, Jay. I, I'm kind of with Aquila because I didn't want her to die, but like I, like I had seen, like up until that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Who dies? Nobody. Mac. Max almost are you, are dies. You, yeah. Are you listening? Okay. Yeah. I, I heard Max dies, and I almost cheered up, and I'm like, wait. I like that character. I don't want her to die. No, that's what I'm, I'm saying. She doesn't die, and I teared up because she she didn't die. You know, like. She, she was able to save herself. Okay, I do like that character a lot. Okay, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, I'm. I was with Aquila. Um, I'm with Aquila. She, I, I was okay. I, I accepted that she was going to die. I was like, okay, I'm like, they're, they're, they're gonna do it. Like the show was gonna do that thing that Game of Thrones is really good at, which was like, uh, which is threatening you with somebody's death and like letting that shit happen. So like, you know. Uh, if you've never seen Game of Thrones, spoiler alert, but Ned Stark dies, right? And uh, it was, what? yeah, it was, it was kind of foreshadowed all the way up. But like, you know, up until that point, Ned Stark was a hero, you know, and the same thing with, with Max, you know, Max was kind of like, she's, she's part of the group. She's, she's core, you know? So if she dies, like everybody's anybody and everybody's on the table, you know? Um, and so uh, I was, I was like, all right, well, if she dies, then you know what? Good for the show, and then when she got out, I was like, it, "There was there was definitely some tension there that was re, that was relieved when like she survived. It was because it was you didn't want her to die, but I was ready for it." Um, mm-hmm. The episode ends, and then we um, 
the next episode, we really, we really kind of follow Eleven and, um, oh, that, that's not true. We follow, the next episode is really kind of following uh, Hopper and kind of his whole thing going on in Russia. In Russia, And so uh, Joyce and Maury go to meet this like random Russian dude who is going to fly them over. Uh, they, he, they're in Alaska and fly them over to Russia so that they can go get Hopper with the $40,000 that they brought. Um, the guy literally counts the money in front of them. Um, and then he literally goes in the back room and is like, hey, man, I got these Americans over here that's working with this guy on the inside. Like, if you pay me more money, I'll give them to you. And, you know, he drugs them and um, he, he puts them on a plane. And, you know, it, it turns into like a, it turns into like a double cross, a double cross, a double cross like thing, you know. Um, but again, the, to Jay's point, you mentioned earlier, like Maury kind of sa- saves this whole little bit. So, you know, in my personal opinion, I found, I found this to be a little, it dragged down a little bit, but Maury, I think, kind of saves it. He, uh, earlier in the episode, he was telling Joyce, you know, I've been, I've been, I've been doing kung fu, I've been doing karate, you know, and again, <laughs> and, and again, I feel like it's him going, you know, hey, hey, hey girl, you know, I do karate, right? I come over to your house, I cook you dinner, <laughs> do some karate, whatever. I'm like Bruce um, Leroy. St- <laughs> yeah yeah um you know and so joyce is kind of up to she like she kind of eye rolls at it she's like okay whatever you know but they get on this plane and they're hostage now and they're going over to russia to be turned in to basically you know get be lumped in with hopper as this guy has now stolen their forty thousand dollars and is also double crossing them to make even more money and um as they do that as they do that they um they go over to the to they go they get over there and in oh, the plane ride over they uh, Maury breaks out his karate and fucks up this dude that is holding them captive. And they pull the old fat, the old switcheroo where, you know, they're not looking for the pilot. They're looking for me. So he puts the, the pilot in a beard and pretends to be him. Um, and it fucking works. Juan, you look confused, but it fucking yeah, it works. Was great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was, it was, it was all going well until you know they ask him like the the i can't and i can't remember exactly what it was that tipped him off but like you know they got found out uh they they got found out and then you know they um they uh uh they end up going going to prison with hopper anyway um meanwhile hopper is in this prison and uh he it, it i don't know what what they were doing here were they building railroads or some shit in russia like is that what they were doing? I, yeah, it was, it was really weird. Uh, but I think the main thing they were having a lot of the prisoners fight the demigorgons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they would choose six every night, and they would give them like a last meal, a last meal, and then they would uh, they would just send them out there to you know to go, f- go fucking get eaten. Um, you know, in between that time, Hopper puts together a whole like escape plan where that involves him like busting up his ankles so he could like squeeze out of squeeze out of his chains. And then run away. I, I didn't really understand kind of the the, the details of this play. Did I, did I miss something? Yeah, it was here? very like eighties action type of. This is what <laughs> I'm going to do to try to get out of this. <laughs> it's like it's it's if like John, this, go ahead, Aquila. Sorry. And, and this is why I fast forward through this because what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, Wait, what you, the fuck? You actually fast forward. It, it did. It did yes, get a little ridiculous. I, I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Juan, Juan, what you need to understand is like we spend probably like a good, a good 40, 40, 50 minutes, like watching kind of Hopper again, like 
have these really long diatribes about, you know, how he didn't know what love was and now he's in prison and da 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 and how he's never going to take his life for granted again. And then him like formulating a plan with this prison guard. And then like, again, part of that plan is like, I don't know, to like break his ankles or some shit like that. But he's walking around the next day. Yeah, this is really uh, <laughs> a lot of sad hopper. <laughs> Yeah. And again, and every time he talks, the camera is like a slow pan in, you know, here, let me because, again, he's working on an Oscar, I guess. Who knows? So um, but anyway, all that all that culminates in him. He gets out. He gets out. And you have this moment where he's like, I, oh, I guess it's going to work. I guess he's going to he's going to be free. I mean, meanwhile, Joyce and uh, Maury are captured. But but Hopper's out, you know, um, and it's all supposed to work out. But and it doesn't. And it turns out it's because this guy had double crossed him. You know, um, this guy, the guy that's supposed to that was supposed to help him out, double crossed him. And so then Joyce and Maury and and uh, even the guard that was kind of doing the ransom thing end up in jail. Who is the guy from Game of Thrones? He was uh, uh, Jake and Hagar. He that, oh, that is shit. who that guy is. Yeah. Yeah. I was like watching it. go. That guy looks familiar. And you know what it was? It was like saying, you know, an American. And I was like that. Why does it sound like I know this like cadence of speech? Because yeah, he's a guy. A girl should help a guy out while he's in prison from, uh, from <laughs> you, Game of Thrones. You just answered my question. What's that, Juan? I was going to ask, is he the, the man with no name? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. I'm glad I, could, <laughs> I'm glad I explained that so you can ask the question right after. Thanks, Juan. <laughs> no, well, well, no. There, you said, well, what was that? And it, there goes any momentum we had for whatever topic we were talking about right now. Hey, look at this guy with the brakes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Break your fucking ankle and escape. Excuse me? <laughs> that sounds rude. Also, I don't. Anyway. Uh, so, again, Hopper, Hopper, Joyce, Maury kind of have this very, like, convoluted, like, Russian tale going on, which has almost nothing to do with the main story of uh swamp thing vecna uh lucas and his like crazy uh storm the capital like basketball buddies um the the high the the high guy and will's older brother uh running around with uh, the guy who got a dick cut off in that one movie and dustin who is like ch- trying to find safe a safe haven for eddie uh who like was trying to sell that girl drugs like it it's it is so far removed from everything else they just kind of go like it was very irresponsible for them to ever leave their fucking kids. Like, well, but it, but it is what it yeah. is. Um, but it is what it is. And at the end of this episode that you like at the end of this episode, they yes, Jay, um, they have their last meal. And Hopper, again, is just telling you, like, hey, you guys are all talking shit right now. Eat up, motherfuckers, because at the end of this meal, we're going to go out there. We're going to fight this fucking thing. And, you know, what's going to be it? It was nice knowing you. And the other guys are like, no, nah, this guy's fucking crazy. But like one guy's like, "Hey man, you fucking serious? Yeah. Like we got like like we like we gotta get a plan, right? Like you have a plan? Like you sound like you know what this thing is. Like what's going on? And and um and obviously like they they all they fight and they win and they they do some stuff. I don't even remember. I don't even remember how they get out of there. Um, and I think they even impressed the Russians a little bit. They're like, oh, these guys they survived. Um, but then we flip we flip that over and like in the next episode. Uh, you know, then we kind of get we get caught up again with Eleven. Now, Eleven has a lot of kind of complex, crazy shit going on, which like I kind of want to dive into a little bit with you guys, because I feel like there's like some deeper issues going on because we get like a big exposition dump of like Eleven and her origins and uh, Swamp Thing's origins and um, and also kind of like 
other crazy shit that's just kind of going on. So uh, there's a doctor whose name I can't remember, but I thought that guy was dead. Anyone else think that guy was dead? Who? Or did he die? Oh, Paul Reiser? What? <laughs> is that, is that? Uh, about her? Papa? Oh, Papa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did, yeah, yeah. did, did, did he die? Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't remember. I thought he was dead. I yeah. can't remember that. I honestly <laughs> thought he was dead. And and then Juan, you are, you mentioned, and I think this is the, I think this is the problem with, with these shows, um, which is that like, I think the last thing a stranger things came out a year ago, two years ago. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I can't remember, man. And yeah. so like, you know, without binge watching these things immediately kind of up to them coming out, like I kind of can't remember all the details and I don't think their recaps are as, as good. Like I need almost need like an hour recap to catch up on the, on the show. But you, you know, need an episode of recap just to catch up on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's it's, yeah. it's 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 to that level. Um, uh, but Doctor Brenner, Martin Brenner, that that's his oh, name. Yeah, he yeah. is eleven. Uh, yeah, he's Eleven's doctor, and so uh, right, he shows up, and they take her to the secret government facility where his plan is to make her relive her past trauma to help her regain her powers because that is what he believes is wrong with her, and so. Um, they they kind of take her through all these memories, so you get to kind of see her, um, really kind of be the 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 runt of the litter, the weakling of of the bunch amongst like the other, um, you know, and I, I don't remember what the final number was uh, of kids that were there, but I know there was at least eleven, but you see one and two and three, and the only one you don't see is eight. So uh, people were asking like, where's where's number eight? Because I think she's the one that let her get that really shitty haircut. I think in season two. Oh oh yeah um, yeah yeah right. Uh, where Wasn't I think she, that like her sister? Yeah, like yeah, she had like, like some like, illusion power, some bullshit like that. Um, but yeah. again, we get this big exposition dump, and so I think Aquila said you didn't watch the last episode, so I'm combining a lot of stuff here. But um, at the end of it, um, you know, we find out that um, for whatever is going on, there's a guy there, super creepy, orderly. You know, he has creepy like uh, creepy like I'm gonna kidnap you eyes. You know, and uh, it turns out that he is number one and he is like sensed some level of strength inside of 11. And he was like, hey, man, you want to get the fuck out of here? You then you help me get out of here. and We'll both get the fuck out of here. Trust me on this, you know, um, because the other kids are being dicks to her. Um, and then there's multiple times where she's fought in the other or 11 had kind of fought the other kids because like uh, uh, Dr. Brenner kind of had like kid fights in those mm-hmm. things where he's like, all right, man, stand in these circles and like try to fuck each other up. And if uh, if you lose, you don't get dinner, you know, um, yeah, it's like a but, little, you know, little kitty cockfighting ring. <laughs> yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Uh, oh, with with psycho, it, it, psychokinetic true. powers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's true. Uh, and, uh, and all these things like they recorded in the lab. And so, um, you know, as as we kind of go go through this whole thing, we discover that that creepy orderly is number one. Um, we also discover that number one is Swamp Thing, and that number one, uh, number was that? <laughs> I knew it. I just, I just, I just felt it. I just felt it. <laughs> yeah, we discovered that number God. one is Swamp Thing, and uh, he got into a psychokinetic battle with Eleven, and Eleven had forced him into the Upside Down. Now, there's a scene there that I want to ask you guys about because I am a little confused about it, and it could just be my own stupidity, and I'm really just asking Jay because he was the only one who's seen I it. I agree. I mean, you would agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I agree. It is your stupidity. A- ask your question, Sean. <laughs> Thanks. So, um, there's a scene that happens as, as all this is going on uh, where Eleven is pushing him into the Upside Down, 
where it looks like it starts with a scene of Eleven being born and kind of being seen at the face of like Dr. Brenner and then uh, kind of being taken up to her life all the way up until that point. And then the upside down seems to be forming around that. And it, it seems at the same moment, uh, number one, Vecna, Swamp Thing is also like kind of being transformed at the same time. So my question is, do do you think that the upside down was born with Eleven? Like Eleven having her abilities were born and created the upside down, or you think the upside down was created in the moment that she pushed that she opened that gateway? Like she, her core power is opening gateways and shit. She's opening. I gateways think by the, the way down. you describe it, it, she created the upside down. Yes, based on my observation, that is kind of what I was getting at. But I, I, as another person who watched this show, I'm kind of I'm asking their opinion. Juan, thank you. Well, you're like you said, you're just asking Jay's opinion because Aquila yeah. didn't see the last episode. I didn't make it that Fuck far. You. Yeah, so let me ask you a question, Juan. <laughs> are you doing a Jay impression right now, or are you? Uh... Hey guys, is that what I sound like? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Jay, um, I, I ask you know, do you think that do you think that Eleven created the Upside Down? You think the Eleven the Upside Downs always existed, and, and Eleven just tapped into it, or kind of like what do you think is going on? I, I honestly don't know. I mean, that seems like a great theory that Eleven was the cause of the uh, creation of the Upside Down, uh, which would make a lot of sense, you know, because a lot of uh, a lot of that stuff didn't happen until she she kind of escaped from that the the asylum. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a there's another thing there, because, again, I'm, I'm like there's a whole lot of things happening because Steve and Steven party and Eddie end up in the upside down and they're fighting. Uh, they're fighting with the like Vecna swamp thing kind of in, in on, on in, in the upside down and they, they need a way to tra- to, to travel. And um, the upside down is stuck in a very sp- specific like era of time. Um, as they, as they like kind of look around, she's like, they go to Nancy's room and Nancy's like, Hey, this is my room looked like when I was like 10, you know what I mean? Or, or, or some arbitrary yeah. age. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, from my prediction of the next two episodes, I think there's another, uh, there should be another character, another monster character. That's probably the, the one that's like pulling all the strings from all the monsters, uh, that have. You know, because I, they refer to Vecna as uh, the lieutenant to whatever yes. um, is like controlling or or trying to destroy yeah. whatever. Yeah, the the kids gotta have this theory. It's like okay, in the first season we fought the Dibby Gorgon, which are like the foot soldiers, right? And then the next season we have, uh, I think it was the Mind Flayer, yeah. right? And then the third season we have like the Mind Flayer on fucking steroids, like the physical manifestation of the Mind Flayer. So uh, when when you when you have that, and now you have Vecna, and you're like, well, if the mind flare was a thing that we we're trying to, if that if that was the core thing we we're trying to fight, well, then um, Vecna has to be working for somebody. He can't just be in there doing all the things. However, like he's connected to this entire land. Like he he his swamp thing goes to some specific place, and he I don't know recharges, sleeps. Uh, I don't know what the fuck he does. But um, but anyway, uh, thank you, Jay. But anyway, uh, so we get to the end of this episode and we learn, um, like I said, Vecna's powers, we, we don't know their origin. He, as we understand it, he just had them. He just Yeah, had he was them. actually the son of uh, Robert England. Of, uh, yeah, of Freddy yeah. Krueger. And, um, and he killed his parents because, uh, you know, uh, and I can't, I can't remember, because they didn't buy him a bike or some no, shit like that. He and killed, I, and I, it, it wasn't that petty. He, <laughs> it wasn't that he petty. He killed his mom because I think she... 
she kind of questioned uh, his actions or something. Uh, he killed his sister, but his dad escaped because uh, he found the music. Yeah, yeah, and so it, it um, and so that that's the thing. It sent so like it, he's uh, he killed his parents, and we don't know where his powers come from. And it, it makes me ask a question of like, where are these other kids' powers come from? Like, did Doctor Brenner find these kids that had similar properties, or did he find a way to replicate these abilities in these kids? And like, was Eleven the only one of those kids where like he did on these experiments, but she has natural power, like like uh, the guy that we come to know as Vecna? Yeah, I know. I mean, I it's it's interesting to kind of see what happens and what what questions they answer in the next two episodes. Yeah. So, um, so and that kind of brings us to like the end of part one of season of season one of season four. Sorry. Um, so then my next question is, yeah, like I, I'm, it, it comes out and I mean at this two like at two and a half hours. So uh, my question is to you guys. Uh, Juan, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you first because you you've listened to us kind of okay. describe what's going on. Okay. Um, so like he's ready based on yeah based on what you heard, yeah. what you understand, and kind of what yes, what you've yes. gotten through thus far. Yes. Uh-huh. What do you believe the last two episodes are going to reveal? I need I need a logical prediction, and then I just need the craziest shit you can think of. Will like loving Mike is that logical or crazy shit? No, that that's logical. That's I mean okay. Uh, I also think that Eleven is probably the big bad in the under in, in the underworld. I think Eleven subconsciously is, if if your theory is correct that she created the upside down, then all the creatures by definition were created by her, and she's actually the big bad. I disagree. Well, fuck you. It's my opinion. <laughs> well, your opinion is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Go, Jay. Uh, yes, sir. Jay, I'm I'm ready, man. What you got? Um, I think there will be a few deaths in the in the last two episodes. Um, either Eddie or Steve. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe Robin. No, I I agree. I think it has to be Steve. I think I think uh, we need another because it's because Nancy's trying to get back on it. You know, she's giving him the like the hey what hey what's up hair what's going it's on. Either Steve or Jonathan. That's true. One of them. Jonathan can go. Well, he didn't do much this last season, but <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's he's with uh, that high dude. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, they might build him up in the the second to last episode where you don't want him to die, and then you know he dies. All right, so that that's your lot. You got any you got any crazy crazy theories out there, Jay? Um, I I might I think maybe Brenner might be the um he might be the creator of the upside down, and he inadvertently created he's probably like a thousand years old and uh he created the monster and he's just been looking for uh people with special abilities and he's been uh molding 11 to be a weapon i, I can see that and then uh Quila? um i'm gonna agree with juan <laughs> about 11 really um i think i think i think i think he's onto something with that um, I do think, yeah, more people are going to die. I'm thinking it's probably like Will's mom or something like in Murray or whatever his name was that went over there to Russia. Um, and if Steve dies, I will torch, I will torch Netflix down <laughs> oh, and damn. I will not be happy about it. <laughs> I will not be happy about it. Oh shit. And, uh, I think my crazy theory would be this whole fucking series is one long 
escape room. <laughs> or like, it's like, it's like kids from the present day in an escape room doing, you know, character. Yeah. In, yeah, you know, yeah. Cosplay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I think, you know, as I get to the end of this, this, and I, I think I typically like when I have like series like this, I typically think a little too hard about like what the show's trying to do. Um, so like, you know, my theory that 11 created the upside down, I think it has more to do. I, 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 would, I think that's what's going on, but I, I don't know my theory. My theory based on what's going on is that, yeah, I think they will reveal. I, I don't think they're going to reveal anything about Will's sexuality when, at the end of this episode, that, that is my, that I, I don't think they're going to. And Cause I, I honestly don't, don't think, doesn't think it matters. I think it's more important that he gets a proper fucking haircut. Um, you don't like the bull haircut. No, it, it, it's, it's not for him, man. It's not for As him. he gets taller, the bull yeah. gets shorter. Yeah, too, it's like it's like wild. his head gets bigger. His head gets bigger, yeah. but his hair doesn't fucking grow. No, um, no, could sh- no kids should be tortured with a, that haircut. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, you know, um, and Eleven's the one that's bullied. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like I mean, shit. You know what? Um, maybe Will's dead. Maybe Will's dead. He's been dead this whole fucking time, and no one can see him except Mike. I don't think. He, I don't feel like he's interacting with anybody else. Uh, but, but, uh, based on what I, I got, I think, yeah, I, in um, I think 11 will seem like the, the big bad, but I think that it, truthfully, I think it is going to be a showdown between Vecna and 11 and it's going to be a power struggle. And then we will see kind of where the true source of 11 powers come from. And, uh, Steve, I think somebody will die. I think someone from the core cast will absolutely die. Um, it will, it be Mike will or dustin or luke no but it will be robin steve or nancy or johnny um because i feel like like those are the people who um who are who can be cannon fodder but will also have impact on the story because i don't know if you guys know but there is a season five that will happen that will also have like another time skip so these kids can like look their oh my god yeah yeah um my my crazy theory my crazy theory is that um is that they're going to open a portal and then Dr. Strange is going to come out and he's going to be like, you're causing another convergence. And then, uh, and then they're going to go fight Scarlet Witch because that place is black and red, just like Scarlet Witch. And I just watched a movie about that. So there you go. That sounds legit. <laughs> I mean, it could happen. You know what? I, t- I take it back. It won't be Dr. Strange. It'll be Ned from Spider-Man No Way Home who accidentally opens a portal to the upside down that Dr. Strange has to then come fix. There I can see that. I can see it. There it is. It could, it could also be Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be great. It's, uh, <laughs> it's like, damn it, Beavis. You, you did it again. You opened a, open a portal to the upside down. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Fire, fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, you ever watch Beavis and Butthead? I didn't care for them. <laughs> oh man, Beavis and oh. Butthead. You know, there's a few movies in my adolescence that you're just like you're not supposed to watch. You know, uh, South Park, Bigger, Longer, Uncut. Uh, I saw that one. Beavis and Butthead do America, and did not see that. And uh, uh, you know, like I can say, I had one more in my brain. But those movies were not made for children. But like, if you watch them, you had you had the social currency. Uh, I mean, this this is mm-hmm. off topic, but uh, there's another Beavis and Butthead movie that that they put out on Paramount Plus. It's Beavis and Butthead do the universe. Oh, <laughs> oh man, uh, it's great. I watched it. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it a try, dude. I'll give it a try because I, you know, I do remember them saying, saying it. And, uh, I was like, man, they had a Beavis and Butthead movie. It's been years. It's been years. 
Um, the, the, their whole goal in the entire movie is to score. <laughs> <laughs> still, <laughs> after all these years, after all these years, they're trying to score. <laughs> That's dope. Oh, sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus. Um, well, well, yeah, that brings us to to the end of the review. Um, now, do you guys have any overall thoughts you want to share? Do you guys, I mean, Aquila, you didn't watch the last episode, so we'll start with you. Like, what, what did you think overall? Overall, um, I don't know, like two or three of the episodes were really good. And then just some of them were just a little boring, like too many storylines all in one episode. Mm-hmm. That's why they were like an hour and a half each. But overall... I guess solid season. I did like it more than season two because season two was absolutely trash. So um, <laughs> I, I did like it better than season two. So if I'm giving it a number, I'd give it a seven out of 10. No, we got, we got, we got to pick a thing. Uh, how many uh, mm, vectors or what? what's the name of the villain? Swamp things. <laughs> it, it's Vecna uh, vectors. Vecna. How many vector how mans? Many, how Vecna? many, how many vector mans out of 10 would you give it Aquila? I'll give it seven Vecna. No, no, no. Ve- Vector Man. You ever play Vector Man on Sega? Vector Man, yeah. What is Vector Man? Yeah, Vector Man's like a... What is a, Vector Man? It's a Sega game from like the 90s with... Uh, he's like made of like, I don't know, like green goo, like little green goo balls and you shoot little white balls at things. It was, Listen, it was 90s graphics on Sega. Yeah, it was Sega. like a platformer. Disgusting. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was peak. It was peak platforming, you know, capability. The graphics were uh, turned to 11 yeah, on never- this one. Never played oh, it's that. 16-bit one. glory. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So you give it seven Vector Man, Vector Man out of 10. Juan, of the two and a half episodes you've watched. I, I would give it a 10 right now um, because I really liked the two episodes that I, that I liked, uh, uh, that I saw. So uh, 10 until I see the other episodes. This guy. I, plus, plus, I really do like Hopper. He, he, he's... Uh, well then, you, then you would love everything that happens in Russia because that's like it's basically his. It's his like it's his Shakespeare. It's his Macbeth. Uh, Jay, how about you, man? How many Vector Men out of ten? You know, um, I don't think this was the best uh, season, uh, but the characters are so likable that you know, like mm-hmm. I'm I'm on board with uh, this season anyway. So I I would also give it like seven Vector Men's out of um, ten. Uh, you know, because it's the characters that kind of make the the season, and they're just so good. They're just yeah. they're just so greatly written. You know, like yeah, I, I Max ahead, sorry. Max and Murray, they they've probably been the highlight for this entire season. Yeah, yeah, I I, I can agree with that. I think uh, I'm on I'm on the same page. I, I would give this season a seven a seven seven Victor Man out of ten. And uh, I, I don't care for the multiple storylines all that much, only because I feel like n- like three of them to have nothing to do with the core story. Um, I, I also um, I also like I really enjoyed uh, the the I enjoyed the story of the kid the kids because like they're just growing up in this crazy ass town. Um, the the only thing that like was really kind of off putting to me was just again all the shit that's going on in Russia because I don't understand how it connects. But yeah, I, I, I give it seven out of ten. I'm I, I you know I'm ready for the I'm watching half out of loyalty and 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 because I watched all the other the other seasons and also because I'm I'm very interested intrigued in the story. Um, the other thing I really enjoy, which I know we haven't talked about, was just the gore factor and kind of the adult horror like portion as as this uh as this season has progressed because like. They legit like folded these kids, these kids in the cardboard, like it, as, as you watch. And it was it was hard to watch. Like it was um, 
you know, it was a hard, it was a hard thing to watch. Like this, uh, Stranger Things itself came out in 2016. Uh, so that that would make like you know uh, the it's almost like the the show is almost growing up with the like with its core audience like you know um, a, a little bit it was growing up with its core o- audience a little bit so like it just became more mature as the kids got a little more mature um, but I, I really enjoyed that the gore the horror part of it because I feel like the the other seasons had it but it was a little more tame like it was it was <laughs> it was intriguing to watch yeah like the um... The early seasons felt like goosebumps, and then yeah, yeah. This this was this one felt like it got the R rating. Yeah, this the hard is like R rating. alien <laughs> aliens. Yeah, yeah. The, this one felt like we had to uh, we had to ask our uh, had to ask our mother to buy us a ticket and then try to explain what it was without getting ourselves in yeah, trouble. Yeah, parental guidance and C seventeen. Parental guidance is recommended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I would give a seven seven vector man out of ten. Well, uh, Aquila, I would like to invite you on to to do the review of the last two episodes, um, which we can do next week if you're if you're free. Um, and Juan, it's only two more episodes. Yes. Oh, yeah, we okay. we've stated yeah. that. Juan, you got to watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm. I, I think I'm going to catch another episode tonight. Oh, then he'll uh, he'll, he'll be at three episodes. <laughs> yeah, this guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Hey, uh, you guys never answered my question. Uh, are we going to review the the so- uh, the 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 the, the, the the um, the the, uh, the well, second, uh, 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 show. All right. Well, since we're gonna just be off topic, then <laughs> no, well, I think it would be a good a good tease if we if if we solidify it on the air. That way, people have something to, tu- to tune into. You know, I, uh, you know what else was a good tease? Um, my mom. No, <laughs> Chrissy. Oh. Uh, but then she got folded in the cardboard, and Eddie ran away. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. uh, um, what a dick <laughs> that's what, what that's what dick. she said uh yeah <laughs> sorry aquila sorry sorry this is why this is exactly why we can't go anywhere um yeah one i mean here, here's the thing if you watch that bob saget thing then sure well we, we can talk about it why not um you know we don't typically have an outro for this so uh you know if you're following us on Peace. the if you're following us on the socials, uh, do it harder. I don't know. <laughs> do it harder. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. Do it harder before you get folded into cardboard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Jay, Juan, thank you. But Aquila, thank you for putting up with our madness for uh, uh, for the last hour and a half, I want to say. Uh, it's been great. Uh, and uh, have a good night, everybody. Good night, good night. everybody.